Hey, I'm Bob Runkle, and for as long as I can remember, I've loved pop culture. Despite the challenges I've faced in my life, pop culture has always been there for me. I love talking to people and being a platform for others to share their thoughts and stories. Because if there's one thing I never get tired of, it's seeing driven, talented, and inspiring individuals follow their dreams, no matter what obstacles are in their way. And I know a thing or two about that. Welcome to the DJ Bob Show. I'm DJ Bob. Roll it. The DJ Bob Show. Pop culture, past and present. And now, here's your host, DJ Bob. Little did I know when I met this girl when I was 11 that we would be talking on a radio show that I didn't even know that I would have. Today is World Cerebral Palsy Day, which is the condition that myself and the guest, my friend Jocelyn Hearmang, both have. And like I said, we met when I was 11 at a concert, and we haven't seen each other since, but we've stayed connected through the power of social media all the years. We talk about how we met, her rise to fame on TikTok, disability inclusion, and her favorite candy, Disney movies, and much more. And mind you, we hadn't talked in years on the phone prior to this recording. So if I sound a little more excited than usual, it's basically a reunion and you're witnessing it. Enjoy it. So before we get really into this, um, would you mind introducing yourself and all that? My name is Jocelyn. I have cerebral palsy. Um, I'm 28 years old. I'm currently in grad school for mental health counseling. I want to be a mental health counselor. Aside from all that, um, I like to support upcoming artists and any musicians. And I meet a lot of them as well. And I really love what you've gotten into with that. I think what you and I do, what you and I do are sort of similar in that way, as far as letting people know what's important and um, all that. So before we get into your story, if I can be narcissistic and kind of self-indulgent, how did we meet each other? (laughs) That story's funny. (laughs) We met um, in 2006, I believe. I was turning 13. I went to a Long Island concert for Ashley Parker Adria, which I hope he hears this because that would be really cool. And uh, we need him on the show. Come on, Ash. Come on. Come on. Yeah. yeah uh, well, we both got VIP passes and we both had cerebral palsy and it happened to be my 13th birthday. I think it was the day the day after was your birthday, if memory yeah. serves. Yeah. Yeah. It was either the day off or the day after. I, I remember everything about that because, first of all, that was right when I think there and back, 
his reality show was just about to end. Yes. And um, I love that show. I love it, but I don't think it would be it would be available now because of how dated it is. Considering, you know, he's not with certain people anymore, and it's like yes. Weird. But what I remember about that day is that venue, the Crazy Donkey. Doesn't even exist anymore. I was, I love that venue. I always look it up to like, see if other people are gonna be there because they were so good to me. Like when my mom called and told them I was traveling, they like took it upon themselves to treat me like I was Queen of England or something. It was crazy. Well, I think they both treated us really good and what I remember most about you and I don't think you'll remember this I had nothing for him to shine and you and your mom just happened to have 8 by 10 photos and you you gave me one for free oh yeah I do remember that like there are so many things about that day that I remember. And the other thing that I want to bring up here is I don't think I knew that you had CP that day. I knew you were in a wheelchair, but you know, people could be in wheelchairs for a whole myriad of reasons. Um, yeah, so I think it was fake that we met and we both had terrible palsy. And now we're lifelong friends. <laughs> Almost 10 years later, well... No, like 15? 15, I'm not good at math, sorry. Me neither. <laughs> Almost failed it. Um, but, yeah, and then, if memory serves, I didn't go to this, but you met him again a couple months later, right? Yes, again at the crazy donkey. My but mom. That was more, that was inside. Yes. Because we were. I don't think we. And we'll talk about other stuff. We promise. But for for preface, this is the first time we are talking, so we're catching up with all of you. <laughs> um. But I remember the other one was outside. Com- yes, uh, and it was it wasn't even a concert. It was just there were bands playing, and he was just there. No, he sang, but he didn't have like a full. He he didn't have a full album yet, but he sang like his uh, single, I think. But I don't know. But I just remember because he didn't have a band or a guitar. He was just there. I think he just did it. Yeah. But that's sort of how we met. And that's sort of the the funny the funny uh coincidence of it all. So we mentioned that we both have cerebral palsy and on the day that this episode is dropping, it is World CP Day. And I guess my first question to you is 
tell me your CP story because everybody's got a different story. Okay, so um, my mom was six months pregnant for me and her feet were swelling up. And my grandma said, oh, that's normal. And the doctor said, no, not this very long. So they they took my uh, mom's uh, blood pressure, and it was through the roof. Next thing you know, she'd be rushed to a different hospital called Albany Medical Center, and they had to have emergency surgery because my mom was losing oxygen, which I was losing oxygen, and that comes to play with some of my speech difficulty is because of the loss of oxygen. Um, but we both pretty much could have died. Um, I weighed about two pounds and something ounces, I don't remember. Um, I, I was diagnosed when I was two years old. And I got my first wheelchair when I was about four. Yeah, see, I didn't get my first wheelchair till I was sick. Wow. And before that, I was in like, I guess it looked like a wheelchair, but it was like, it was a stroller, but it had like, Wheelchair type, you know, like what you know what I'm talking about. I think I had one. This is this is no longer the DJ Bob show. This is wheelchair equipment talk. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I was and I was born one pound eleven ounces. So we're sort of wow, you know. that's crazy. Yeah. 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 And also, I have a platform. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this in the water, but I have a platform on TikTok. Hey, are we gonna talk? Yeah, I'm good. We were gonna get into that. Don't worry. Uh, you can follow me. Um, it's at JRock, and I I have met a whole bunch of other people with cerebral palsy on there. Well, I'm trying to get up to 100,000 followers. That's my goal. I'm at 11,000 right now. So I have a little hey, bit. Hey, yeah. When I saw, and that was, I don't know if you know this, that was the main reason why I wanted to have you on the show. Oh, really? That was, because it's like, because I was like, <laughs> I want to talk to her, but there would be no other reason for But now there is! I mean, I, I mean, it's wonderful. So, and we'll get, we'll get more knee deep into that in a little bit. But if I can go back to the cerebral palsy part of it here, when did, was there ever a moment in your life where, cause, when you're a kid with CP, you're kind of going through the motions. You're kind of used to your routine, what you do. But when did you realize that you were different? 
Probably, honestly, when I hit sixth grade, because that's when the bullying started. Oh, man. Um, after elementary school, I played with all the same kids. I was in regular classrooms, no special ed. But then, as I got to middle school, you know, hormones and all that, um, it started with the bullying, and and then we realized, hey, maybe I am different than others, but that shouldn't stop me from doing everything, or it shouldn't allow people to treat me differently just because I'm in the wheelchair. I mean, for me, if I can interject, it was such a big culture shock for me because before I went to public school, I went to a school just for kids with CP. Oh, you did? Yeah. So you go into this school where I'm not saying that you could do whatever you wanted, but you had more free reign because they knew your needs. Yes. Here in public school, it was like, you know, you're meeting all these different types of people. And it's like confusing. So that was a huge culture shock for me. Um, and I bet you're thankful that you didn't have to really go through something like that. Yeah, I, I, I was always in public school. My mom... <clears throat> was my biggest advocate. She kind of taught me to be my own advocate, like as far as going to college and speaking my needs and setting all those things up. But my biggest advocacy thing that I can remember is when I was in high school, they wouldn't let me do gym class. Um, with the other kids, they sent me to the library um, to fill out gym packets. And my mom's like, no, that's not right. She loves sports. She loves to swim, all that, because we had a pool at a public high school. Uh, yeah. So finally, um, uh, Miss Lupo, I'll never forget her, she was tough. She reminded me of Miss Principal on Matilda, but she made me work hard. And she, because of her, I was able to swim in the pool with all the other kids. Sometimes you need that person that just doesn't, for lack of a better term, doesn't give a shit. And, And wants you to succeed despite your limitations, like exactly, and mind you, like things you're gonna be have to be altered. Yes, but to completely rule it out is just not right. Yeah, I know. I agree. I had that. I had this 
particular thing happened this semester in college, you know, with the pandemic and everything. Uh, I need an aide to go to school with me. And they were like, oh, you didn't tell us that. Well, if she can't go to college, she can't go to the classrooms with you. I'm like, oh, she kind of has to because I can't write or do anything. So that was a time where I really had to advocate for myself as well. I, I got to be honest. One of my favorite things to do is see you on Facebook. And, and I love when you find some sort of a technology hack to get through like i remember you found this thing recently like a keyboard where it's like it was oh, like yeah, a, the one hand the keyboard i, I like, didn't end up ordering that though because my little sister she's 13 she pointed out to me that um some of the keys are missing so well that's stupid it wouldn't work out so but that, but just just the fact that you found that and are willing to learn new things and create create your own, um, you know, your own life and with your own adapt with your own adaptation. I mean, people think that I and how do you feel about? the phrase um like you're an inspiration or you're inspiring it's like um i don't mind it because it makes me feel good but at the same time sometimes it gets all like sometimes then people that don't even know me like personally they'll just hop on and be like oh my god you're so inspiring I'm like, what did I do? All I did was go to the store. I was... Yeah, all I did was get up out of bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed to do those things. But in other instances, like as far as helping other people, or I'm also big right now on raising awareness for childhood cancer. Um, I'm so proud of you for that. That's such a cool thing. I keep seeing everything. Yeah, love it. Um, and I love um how people tell me, you know, you have a disability, and yet you're raising money for these kids. Like, yeah, I have a heart, but it's just cool to hear that. Sometimes you need those words. Yeah, but you sometimes yeah. it gets old. Yeah. But if it's in the context of wow, they're doing just what a normal person does, it's like great, but I can do other stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, how did social media come into play? Because like you said, like you kind of alluded to it, but kind of, I kind of want to dig in deeper. 
how did TikTok and social media and the marketing and the music and the, all those things come into play? Because for a time, um, like if I could, I would pay you to market my show because that's how good you are. <laughs> Oh, thank you. That's that's awesome to hear. I just I just do it because I like to help people. So yeah. So how did that all start? Um, honestly, it's funny you ask. Cause today marks two years, September fifth, twenty nineteen, that I got to meet King Brown, my favorite. Um, country artist. Yeah, I, 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 I really don't think you like him at all. I really think it's a joke. No, it's, no, 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 no. She's upset. Yeah, I love in a good way. Yes, and um, I recorded a video for him, singing to him, and other artists like. And they shared it, and they supported me. And so, in return, I support them for doing what they did for me. And what I've always enjoyed about the stuff that you do, and this whole this whole kind of, I don't want to say movement, that counts too prolific, but movement, is that the people are impacted by you in such a way that they want you involved. Yes. They're not just like, oh, that's so nice. Or they they take what you do and they make it as a part of their plan. Yeah. So what what has been your favorite instinct of Wow, I'm really, you know, changing something or making a difference or, you know, um, help it, helping this person out. It really came through on TikTok when somebody tagged me in a video and said I was their favorite TikTok and I can't believe they're friends with a famous person. I was like, I'm not famous. I'm just okay. So hold up, hold up. So I'm at the point where I'm a hipster and I'm like, I knew her before she was cool. Like, what is this? Yes. That's um, cool. Yeah, so I actually got described as a famous person and I'm like, I'm not famous. I'm just, I'm just me. But I have another friend who has cerebral palsy. His name is Jacob. And you can follow him on TikTok as well. He has over 1 million followers. And because of him really seeing his TikTok, it inspired me to create my own. And then one day I just woke up with 10,000 followers. I'm like, whoa, what just happened? That's what I said. Because <laughs> I'm like... Whoa, where the, where the hell did this come from? Yeah. It's so, it's so cool because, like, I've known you for so long that 
We met on MySpace. Yes. MySpace. Yeah, I, I tried to log into MySpace um, a while back. I couldn't remember my password. I, I had like five or six of them. I could never figure them out. Yeah. But on that note, how do you feel like social media has changed in that time period for everybody, but so, for people with disabilities? Social media is definitely, it can have its negative aspects, like as far as bullying, but it also can have its positive aspects. Like, I've met so many other people with cerebral palsy or other Kim Brown fans that have cerebral palsy or illnesses and they want to meet him and they come to me and I help them like to the best of my ability. So it kind of gives me like a sense of, I don't want to say purpose, but like sense of belonging, like I'm doing something for someone to make a difference. Yeah, and I don't mean to, I don't mean to like be kind of like deep or philosophical, but you've known me since I was 11. Yes. Right? Yeah. And is it sort of weird for you to see me thrive in this medium? Like, how do you feel when you see all the stuff that I'm doing? It's going to be weird for you because you were there before all of it. Yeah, it just makes me very proud. I mean, I tell my mom, I tell my mom, I was like, I'm going to be on the DJ Bob show. She's like, what's that? I'm like, Bobby's radio show. She's like, Bobby has a radio show? What? Yep, she's in 11. Well, yeah. So it was cool. We said we were proud of you. So, because I'll be thinking, like, I met you before any of this was even a thought. Yeah. Because most people I've talked to met me after I discovered it, but you were like, because that meeting, and I don't know if you know this, but that meeting prompted me to want to start to talk to people in this way. Oh, meaning me or meeting Ashley? The whole experience. Oh, awesome. Like that was literally, and that was the first person outside of that school that I mentioned earlier. Um, that I met somebody with CP, you know? And it was sort of cool because you're like, Another per another Ashley Parker Angel fan like me. Yes. <laughs> That's how I kind of feel when I meet someone with um can right now. Like it's kinda of cool. Like there's this seven year old, he doesn't have CP, but he has a lot of health issues and he's battling cancer and he's five years old and he loves Kim Brown, and to me, it just told me to reach out and help him. 
So I started a fundraiser. It's not on sale anymore, but um, I started a fundraiser and I ended up raising $200 for his family. And that's amazing because it shows you. I always tell people that the power of social media is amazing. Yes. Yes, definitely is. And to think that we were talking at its infancy. Yes. Is kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I talk to people that like are way younger than the both of us. And they're like, social media, we show me like that, right? I'm like, yeah. No. I'm like, no, we cannot. So, okay. So I never do this, but I've prepared a game for you. Okay. And because I know you, I've developed a fun this or that sort of thing. Okay. So, Reese's or Kit Kat? Reese's. And favorite Reese's product is? Reese's peanut butter cups for all peanut butter ones. The whole thing? Okay, good. Yes. We agree on that. So, The Lion King or Aladdin? And I know this answer. The Lion King. And that short, that movie has sort of been your motto, so to speak. Want to talk a bit about that? Yes. I, uh, I suffer from mental health issues, which is why I'm going to school for psychology and mental health counseling. But the Lion King, the subliminal messages in the movie, for example, Kuna Matata, it means no worries. So it like it like reminds me to like calm down and not worry so much about things. And we all need to know that. We all need to learn that. We all need to sort of grasp that concept, even if yeah. it is hard. Even if it is hard. So that's a that's such a cool thing because. I hate it when people just see Disney, Disney movies or anything kid-related just say that. Kid stuff. Yes. Because ultimately, they're adults creating this stuff, so it's not... There's so much more than what people think. Yeah. And I've... So, this one... This one will make you laugh because only you and I will probably get this, but that's because we've known each other for so long. Ready? Yes. Here you, here you go. Napoleon Dynamite or the Benchwarmers? Uh, I would say Napoleon Dynamite. I like that one, but I also love the Benformers, I have both of them. Because we bonded there. We bonded over that in the beginning, too. 
Yes, I I had Napoleon Dynamite socks when I was when I was a preteen. I had Napoleon Dynamite socks. So, but you know, I with this with this one, I kind of want to give you credit. Most people are falling in love with Cole Sprouse now because of Riverdale, but you were like a fan of the Sprouse Twins when I met you. Yeah. Then Big Daddy. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And I still love those boys. I've always wanted to meet them. If you get to interview them one day, make sure you mention me because I will be so jealous. All right. Instead of just mentioning you, if that ever happens, what if you were there? That's awesome. What if we like put it out into the universe? Dylan, Cole, whoever, if you're listening to this, hi. And come on this damn show. Um yes. and Okay. Here here here's a hard one. Because yeah, they're kind of connected. Ashley Parker Angel or O-Town. Ooh. Right? Yeah. That is a hard one. Cause I, I like know. Both of their musics. I know. But being that Ashley Parker Angel himself Stayed in touch with me, even on Instagram. I would have to go with Ashley Parker because I don't hear from the rest of the band. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I think they're doing a show near you pretty soon, too, where they just did one. Yeah, I couldn't go because it was like $300 a point to get. Um, you had to go in there to get food, and it was like a fancy restaurant. And it was literally, I think, like three hundred a plate. What? Yeah. No, that okay. That's all or nothing, right there. That <laughs> no, no, I don't want it all. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yes, but on a kind of a deeper note, just to kind of, you know, bring it back. What does having cerebral palsy mean to you? And what are some of your personal challenges that you face that um, you want to talk about? I guess it means to me, like, I'm an overcomer, I'm a fighter, and I'm brave, and I can overcome anything. Because I almost died at birth. Um, so some of my hardships. My biggest one, I was telling my friend today, not to get personal or anything, but when I have to go to the bathroom and no one's home, like I have to hold the bathroom. And that can be sometimes very difficult. And I found myself saying, oh, I hate this. Because even other people with cerebral palsy, they can bring themselves to the bathroom. And yeah, I, I, uh, 
I can't. So. We're in the same boat. That's like my biggest struggle. And that that kill that, and you know what? That's saying a lot. Because if that's your biggest struggle, I'm sure there are others. But you're not doing the whole pity party approach. No. You hate that. I don't want people to feel bad for me. I mean, the only reason why, the only reason, the only reason I would feel bad for you is if somebody stole all your reaches before you could get to them. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. Everything that's else, so make it matter to me. That's so funny. So, to wrap this up, what does our weird, crazy, mixed up friendship mean to you? Because it's been super great for me after all these years. <laughs> It means the world to have somebody that's like me, even if it's a little bit further away. I mean, we're still in the same time zone, so. And the same state. Yeah, yeah, in the same state. Um, one of these days, I gotta make it out to see you. That would be great. Um, we gotta do that, and you're connected with our fa- with the whole family too. Sweet. Yes. And I'm so glad that Cerebral Palsy and the whole community kind of brought us together in a way, indirectly. Yes. I would say it did. I feel like there are a lot about my friendships, but especially ours. So this is the point in the interview where you can self-indulgently promote yourself. I would say that my TikTok is pretty open. I follow everybody. Um, if you want to follow me, my username is at J, two periods, rock, R-O-C. And I'm going to put all the links in the 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 description and you're on Instagram too and all this other stuff. That's my TikTok. So if anybody out there has cerebral palsy or hearing this, I would love to be friends with you. Especially if you're a musician too, because I love I love experiencing new music. And helping you guys out. You know what? This has been a complete joy. And I'm so happy that we got to reconnect with this. Yeah, me too. It was awesome. The DJ Bob Show. Pop culture, past and present.